Bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitzman. I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News presented by The Harrier. And today have a very special guest joining us this weekend. Uh, he is a Jamaican national champion, two times uh, sub 10 in the 100 meters we have uh, Taekwondo Tracy joining us, 100-meter sprinter. Uh, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Uh, so before we get started on your career and uh, your, your, what you've done on the track, so a lot of my listeners are from the States and might not be too familiar with uh, you know, Jamaica and some of the cuisine and things like that. Could you share with us maybe your, your top three Jamaican uh, dishes that you love to eat? So if anyone sees a, you know, Jamaican food stand, like, hey, let's go after those foods. Uh, well, for me, it, uh, the number one would have to be our national dish, which is ackee and sausage. And trust me, I, I really love that. That's like my number one go-to if like I'm going for something that I'm like really wanting this for breakfast or something like that. And there's also a stew, we call it stew peas. So it's basically red red peas or, or kidney beans with um, pig tail, um, chicken foot. And that's like a stew all together that we normally have with like rice and vegetables. And the typical one for me, like on a, any given day that I mostly have is like rice and peas and chicken. So that's like white rice um, that is cooked with kidney beans and with fried chicken or which, whatever you prefer as a chicken. Could be stewed chicken or just some curry chicken. Um, it's whatever, even jerk chicken. I, I'm not a great fan of jerk chicken, to be honest. I, I mean, people love it but I'm not good with spice. Like it, it, it kind of gets hot at times. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't like spice, stay away from jerk chicken then. Uh, but if you do maybe go into that, but a uh, lot of, a lot of great dishes. So if you ever find yeah. yourself yeah, in Jamaica or, you know, see a, a, a food stand, make sure you try those out. Uh, and so often, especially at some major races, you'll see a, a lot of, Jamaican fans, you guys travel very well uh, going for to track for track me to track me. What are some, I guess, uh, like maybe some slang terms or, you know, th some things you might hear at the track, uh, you know, for a fan like, hey, this is what this might mean if you're, you know, around some uh, Jamaican fans, if any off the top of your head. Uh, I mean, like, just like how you say hi to somebody, a Jamaican would say wow, one or way I deal with, you know, just, it's just like simple things, but um, our accent is not really hard to find or hard to pick up on. So, and we're always in our colors. <laughs> so, so we're definitely not hard to find when it comes to being at a trap meet. Yeah, you're going to see a whole lot of uh, black, yellow, and, uh, and green. So to travel, exactly. travel very well, travel very well. Uh, 
And so now I wanted to get, get started on, on where it started off for you. Um, you know, what, what got you interested in, in track and, and running uh, initially? Uh, initially, um, when I, re I wasn't really doing it seriously for the first couple of years of doing track and field. Um, I was playing soccer for a time. And, you know, in Jamaica, we normally have sports days. So, you know, everybody's going to be competing against everybody. Who's the fastest guy in the school? Who's the this? Who's the that? So it's always like bragging rights where we pull up to the line and see who's faster. And for me, when I really started like doing track and feel like just 100%, it, well, not necessarily 100%, but like doing it over other sports, it was when um, my high school coach, Errol Powell, he came to me and was like, hey, man, stop wasting your time with soccer or football, as we know it. Um, come on, come do track and field. This could take you here and there. This could actually give you a life. And I, I, I didn't believe it. I mean, I was just there as a kid, just liking to play soccer, play football. So, I mean, eventually when I, when I started, it was somewhat late in a sense. The reason why I said that is like, normally we do um, a sport to get like scholarships. Like most people get scholarships, to go to colleges and stuff like that. But when I started, it was like my last year of school, but I, I was young at the time. So even though I graduated, I could have gone back and repeated for like two more years. So that's what I did. And those two years, I basically gave track my all and I ended up with seven scholarships. So that seven scholarship offer. So that, that was like a, a really good um, thing for me because I had no way of paying my way through college. So, um, but I mean, it, it worked out. I started doing it full time. And what, when I would say I started getting into it really seriously is like maybe my third or fourth year in college. Other than that, I was just focusing, focusing on school. Uh, I had school at the front and track and field at the back, like just the backup. But I mean, after school, I had finished, finished my degree in construction management. Uh, I decided that mm, let me give this, you know, everything. Wow. It's, it's interesting to hear that because a lot of uh, athletes will hear nowadays, you know, in college, it's like, I, I'm, I'm going for, I'm running track, like, and we'll worry about the academics later. It, it's interesting and, and really cool to hear that hey, you're focused on the, the, the education part. And it was, you know, the fact that you ran was a, ran was a plus and then started really turning it up towards the, the end. Um, did you notice like that were that you were unique in a sense, like with your focus and how you really started, you know, focusing more on track later compared to some other athletes that might have started running, you know, much earlier, uh, you know, much more dedicated when they were much younger? Yeah, I mean, even my high school coach has said it to me that I'm, I'm different. Um, I'm not like the typical athlete who um, just focus on track and then school afterwards are during or maybe even fail out and then just focus on track but for me I always I always wanted to, to expect because I, I really had this I had this awesome um, construction teacher in high school I respected this guy so much and he always says to me make sure you finish school 
make sure you get a degree. So it's like for him, every single time I may even have a thought of like just giving up and just focusing on track, I'm like, damn, I need to, I need to finish school. Mr. Adams said, hey, listen, you could broke your leg anytime. You could be in an accident and can't run. You will have that degree for the rest of your life. And that, that's something that I always thought about. And I started track and field really late compared to others. I started like 17 years old. Others been doing this since 10, 9, 10, 12 years old. So for me, I, I kind of classify myself as a late bloomer. I do have a lot more years left in the sport. I mean, I'm not planning to go <laughs> up until 40 like Kim College. I mean, at the end of the day, you might you never know what might happen. I mean, I really respect the guy for showing us that there is some kind of longevity in the sport. But um, I, I for sure, I have some more years, a lot more years left in this. And I believe these are going to be my, my best years, my glory years, because I'm just getting started. Yeah, that's... That's so, like, it's crazy to me to think, like, yeah, you're just getting started at 17, where, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of people, they're finishing up high school, and their track careers are ending by the time they're 17 or 18, and then it, it's interesting to hear for you, it's like, oh, no, you were just getting, getting started at that time, when a lot of, you know, people that are amateurs are, are finishing up their track career then, uh, so it, you, yeah, you definitely got more, more time. Yeah, and even the, even the ones that are really good. Yeah, and even the ones that are really good have been doing it for years. Even the persons that have been really good, like, say, for instance, the Usain Bolt, he's been doing it for, like, years before, because he started probably at below 10 years old. And most of the other competitors that you could think about, they started really young. I started really late. So there, there, there was a lot of development that was missing in, in for me. And But, I mean, I'm... I'm confident that there's a lot more left and I know, I know that for sure. So like, I'm just working on the future right now. Yeah. And, and so, so something that a lot of people, you'll, you see it in the, the past, what Olympics for almost the entire, you know, way for all of the two thousands and nine, you know, the 1990s and, and today like that Jamaica seems to have such a great tradition with, short sprinters. I mean, you see it uh, on the men's side and, and on the women's side, especially this year with, uh, you know, Elaine thompson um, you know, winning the, the gold. And what, what would you say from, you know, being an athlete in Jamaica, is there anything that you notice just around track and field that is like the spark on, you know, why it just seems that every year you guys are producing such great talent coming out of, uh, coming out of Jamaica? Uh, for me, it's, I, I can't even say we produce great talents every year because people, people, people tend to um, look at, I, I look at things differently because people tend to not see that our track and field, the bulk of our um, greatness was between let's say 2000, just for argument's sake, let's say 2006 to 2017, 18. And if you look at the faces and the names that were there, it was always the same faces and names. It was always. And if you take for, for argument's sake, the United States, almost every year you will see a different face and a different name. 
are different faces and different names. So um, we we really we produce some great athletes over the years. But one of the things that I've and I've talked about this more than once is the fact that our our governing bodies don't do enough to to nurture the younger ones so that when we get to the senior level there is an abundance of athletes that we could pick from they they don't do that but um we tend to normally have a lot of longevity in our athletes so when one gets up they're gonna stay up there for a while and that's the thing with Jamaica. So, so I, I, it's 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 more of more of we just produce a really good athletes at specific times. So, because as I said, it's not it's not like every year we have three, four, five different athletes who are sparking, jumping up to the top. It's normally the same same names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess. Yeah, when you yeah put it that way, it's you have a lot of athletes that are coming through with really great longevity, which is all yeah, like you mentioned, it's hard to to have that. So it's hard to be able to be at the top for a long time because there might be other people that are you know clawing to to make a name for themselves on their end. So you know that in of itself is pretty pretty impressive too, uh, especially coming from you know. Uh, you know, it's a, a small, a smaller population compared to the United States, and to still be having people at I mean, the top. Two point five million compared to four hundred and something. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> almost like nothing. Yeah, and and that is what I keep saying to people that um, it's 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 so it's so it's so great that no matter the athletes that we produce, the biggest the biggest athletic country in the world. Once Jamaica is out there, they see us as a threat. And, and we're just 2.5 million people strong. And they're like 450 million. And whatever we produce, they're scared of it, no matter what. So, I mean, Jamaica is a great country. And there's, there's no doubt about that. We have our flaws. But, I mean, regardless of that, we are great. We, we are a great country. And I believe that we could be so much better, like a hundred times better if we had the proper management of the sport and the athletes. But I mean, hopefully that that will change in the future. But I mean, so far, I guess we're doing okay. Yeah, it, com- it comes with time. Uh, it comes with time. So hopefully yeah, it'll change it up. Uh, and so for you uh, in 2018 was really one of your great standout seasons got your your first i believe national championship uh in jamaica in the 100 um Mm -hmm. and i believe that was also yeah you ran the 9.96 20th ever jamaican 135th ever man ever to run sub uh one sub 10 in the 100 Uh, could you kind of touch on what were what was clicking for you that year um and just you know what kind of attributed to you really breaking out um you know athletically so that year, that year was really a weird year. I mean, I've been having a weird track and field career overall. I mean, I could explain all of that right now. Um, so in 2015 at the World Championships in Beijing, I had broke my ankle. So as you would know, 2016 would be an Olympic year. Unfortunately, I didn't start training fully again until March of 2016. So that was not enough time to get me to where I need to be to make the national team. I made the semifinals at the national trials that year and went on. So 2017, 
is when I started getting back into, into running the way I should. I made the national team that year, but just for the four by one, which Bolt got hurt at that because I ran the heats at the four by one. And then Bolt got hurt in the finals. So didn't get a medal. Uh, 2018 was the year. 2017, I finished college. Finished college 2017. And then I was like, I'm now all tracks. So that's the year when I was given 100% to tracks only. So everything started falling into place. But the thing is, the thing is that year was also a really weird year because up until a month before my national trials in 2018, I was running, I was probably ranked maybe 12 or 13 in the country. I don't know what changed before in that month, but I started running much better and eventually got to number one at the national trials. And that, that year, I ended up changing camps, um, changing my coach that year because of um, personal issues with same thing most athletes and that guy has probably with over the years, but I'll not get into that. Um, but change coach, so new system, new all of that. But I mean, I still managed to be running at my best that same year, or close to my best that same year after I left. Um, I came back that year in 2019, finished second in the 100 meters. It's 2019, yeah, finished second in the 100 meters. And then 2020 was that, that year, <laughs> that year where nothing really happened. Um, oh yeah, at the World Championships, um, it was honestly, up till today, I still don't know what happened with me in, in, in that 100 meters, but I, I was not the person that was training for that championship. Uh, yeah, back to a lot of things happened in 2019. Back to 2020, as I said, nothing really happened that year. So I think I ran like two or three times for the whole year. Um, and then to 2021, uh, I had some issues again with my coach because I found out some things that was really disturbing with some plans that he had in motion that really involved me going down. So uh, I had to change my camp again. Mid-season, people were saying, hey, no, that's not a good idea because you can't be changing your coach mid-season. It's not going to work, yada, yada, yada. But I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's just one me. And I can't be listening to others and not take a chance. And I changed coach mid-season and it worked out. I ran well, won the national trials. Um, I should have won the 200 also, but I mean, that's another story. Um, got to the Olympics, was in the shape of my life. And man, I was running so fast <laughs> at the Olympics. It, 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 it's not even funny. And for some reason, I ended up getting hurt. Um, I think I had like a, a bad step, but it was, the doctor was saying that it was just basically um, 
bad posture, why I hurt my hamstring. And because I was running that that fast, that at a speed that I've never been really been running before, that's why I got hurt. So it was a lot, but I mean, I'm here. And I, this year is going to be a much better year. Claiming that, and I'm working on that. So there yeah. we go. There we go. That's a, you've had a, a long, so a long journey over what, from 2018 to now, 2021. Just past, yeah, 2021, where it's just like, it's been like what, it, from just what you said, sounds like a whirlwind of just thing yeah, after just thing happening. Thing, thing after thing after thing from coaches to, to injuries. Um, I, I always believe that everything happens for a reason. So that for me is something I take comfort in and just know that I need to really find my place in the world. And I think I'm at that place right now that I found my home back home. <laughs> and um, yeah. How do you, so how do you stay focused like mentally during this time? Cause you're, you're going through a whole lot of, you know, changes almost each year for, during that, that period where you really want to start hitting your stride. How is it that you can say, hey, I want to focus, I need to stay focused on the task at hand instead of, you know, allowing all these outside, you know, things getting into, you know, your view? How do you, how do you make sure that you're, you're still focused at the task at hand with all this outside, you know, noise that might be going around? Honestly, I have, I, I, let's say I have help. When it comes to that, I have some friends that that they 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 used to be a part of track and field in terms of they used to compete also. And for some reason, I feel like they live athletics through me. So whatever whatever um, achievements I have, it's almost like it's theirs also. So they're 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 the ones that always try to keep me on track, even though honestly sometimes. I'm a very strong-willed person. I, I really don't need somebody to say, hey, this or that, because I could talk that to myself. But I really have strong support system in my friends and my girlfriend. So um, it, it's not really that difficult. I mean, there are times when I would sit down like for maybe an hour or two just thinking about all that has been happening. But at the end of the day, when I wake up the next morning to get to training, I'm not going to be thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you, you mentioned now, and, 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 and also one of the things too, yeah, I should mention this. I, I like to picture the person or persons that wants to see me fail the most and make sure they don't see that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I also use my enemies per se as my motivation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it's, the, the people that would be happy or seeing you, you know, not have a great race or false start or, you know, what injuries like saying, Hey, I don't, I don't want you to get that satisfaction of, of me not doing well. So I'm going to do well for not make only sure myself. I do well. Yeah. Not only for myself, but to make you upset <laughs> that you can't see me not reach my goals. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Exactly. And so, during, during this uh, entire time, you, you mentioned that, you know, you saw a lot of the top names in, in Jamaica you know, performing at a high level. I mean, right here behind me, I have a, 
a jersey from him, the uh, Usain Bolt. Uh, he was one of the dominant names in, in yeah. Jamaican sprints and in, in sprints across the world. What is it like now, you know, now that it's a, it's a post-Usain Bolt world, especially in, the, in Jamaica? Like, has, is there any feeling of things that are different, you know, now that he's not on that starting line uh, like he was for, you know, all, the, all that time before? Most things are pretty much the same. Um, you have, you will have, you, you definitely have them typical people who likes to say that, um, or especially if a Jamaican goes out, a Jamaican male goes out and doesn't perform at a certain standard, they'll be like, oh, you staying bold, this and that, and they'll miss you staying bold. But at the end of the day, none of us are you staying bold. All of us know that that guy is a freak of nature. And at the end of the day, you're, you won't necessarily find somebody like him again for a long time. But we do still have strong support systems out here, like the fans, the Jamaican people, nonetheless. But there's still a lot of folks who, who miss the Jamaican era, the, the boat era, and really don't know how to express it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's there. Yeah. So going forward, so you just came off of uh, your second national championship win. And, you know, you weren't you weren't able to to compete in the Olympics because of the the, ham, the hamstring injury. Like, what is your like focus going into now? You got the, the world championships this year in, in 2022. Uh, it's going to be a lot. I think there's like four years straight of just major championships happening in, in track and field. And so it's kind of lining up pretty well with with you hitting your your stride and these being your your glory years, as you had mentioned. Um, you know, what, what are some things you're looking forward to this yeah. year with, uh, you know, the world's coming up in a few, a couple months here? Honestly, the, mo the most I would say I'm really looking forward to is things going back to normal. We need to get past this COVID area where we could just go out and compete and not have to be worrying. Uh, but um I'm just looking forward to things going back to normal and I can just compete, have fun, and you know, win everything next year. That's that's like that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. You uh I, I wonder, I'm interested in a uh how if it's uh I'm not sure you would say it's a rivalry or a friendship or whatever it might be, but I know you and uh Johan Blake have been are all are tied pretty closely where you both are kind of growing up similar uh similar eras in, in sprinting. I know you guys are fairly similar in age. How's the uh, you know, relationship or friendship at all with, with you and uh, Johan, uh, you know, between you, you two? Hey, hey it, it, it's crazy. Cause we, we're actually really good friends. And um, <laughs> um, one, one might look at a track and be like, oh my God, hi. It seems like he's added to Blake, but I mean, it's just great friendly rivalry. I mean, when I come out, uh, we'll be around the back at the warm-up track and we'll be like talking, just talking and talking cool and be like, but when we come out, it's the better man made a better man wins because I'm out here to win. Nobody comes out to finish second. Uh, well, I don't. So, I mean, I expect him, he's going to come out to win and I'm coming out to win. So, I mean, it's always going to be a good showdown between me and then depending on who performs what on the day. So 
Everything is, he, hey, listen, Blake is a really great guy. You, you wouldn't even understand. He's, he's a good motivator. He's a good mentor. So, I mean, he's somebody, regardless of him being an opponent, he's somebody to have in your corner. Yeah. It's always great to have that, uh, you know, those people with you. I know when I was growing up, there was a few, few people that were, you know, we, we were friends off the track still. And we're, but and then when we got on in the lines, it's like, all right, well, we put all that work in, you know, together off the track, whoever wins wins. We, because I know what you did, you know what I did. So it's always, yeah. it's always great to have that, you know, that person that, you know, you're both push, pushing each other to, to be the best, uh, you know, on the day. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 trust me, that's that's always great to have. Yeah, exactly. But uh, hey, Taekwondo, thank you so much for for joining us today. Really do appreciate it. It's awesome, uh, you know, hearing where you had had came from with with track and seeing what's going forward here. Now that we got you know worlds uh, coming up in a, a few months, excited to see uh, your name uh, across the board for sure. Uh, where could people sure. go uh, if they wanted to to learn more about you on on social media or or anything like that? Uh, I mean, it's easy to find me on all networks, to be honest, Twitter, YouTube. I recently started YouTube, so it, there's not much on it, but I'm going to develop that a bit more. So it's always Taekwondo Tracy. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even TikTok. That is recent also. There, there uh, you go. Yeah, so it's always Taekwondo Tracy. So it's T-Y-Q-U-E-N-D-O-T-R-A-C-E-Y. So it's, it's good to have a unique name. So I don't necessarily have to do all of extra stuff when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to finding a, a, a username. So, yeah. Yeah. There's not going to be too many Taekwondo Tracys. You, you should be all, all right with that. <laughs> but yeah, Thank you so much yeah, for joining definitely. us. Uh, and thank you to everyone for listening. I uh, really appreciate it. This has been another episode of Track World News. If you want to get more content, follow us on Instagram at Track World News. We post different clips, highlights, uh, news posts, things like that. But uh, thanks to everyone. Make sure you leave a like, subscribe, and leave a review. Really appreciate it. Have a good one and peace.